You are now listening to the Unstucked Podcast, where we teach you actionable steps to get unstuck in your life, career, finances, and business. Here's your host, Khalil Dumas. What's going on, Unstucked fam? If you're loving the podcast, be sure to visit unstuck.com for more resources, ways to work one-on-one with me and my company, Unstucked, as well as our free Unstucked guide to help you get unstuck in your career, life, finances, and business. I'm so happy you're here for the ride. And now on to the episode. This isn't financial advice, but I wanted to begin to pull the ambiguity off of personal finance and give you tangible steps to getting unstuck in your personal finances. You asked and I listened. Let's do an episode on personal finance. Now, personal finance can be triggering for a lot of folks for good reason. Having worked for a bank and investment firm, the industry is not designed to help the average American. It's set up to help the elite get ahead and confuse and cripple the average American. Understanding and motivating yourself to take your personal finances seriously is something that's imperative to not only getting unstuck in your personal finances, but really in life. The first step is realizing that money is energy in this world. I wish it wasn't that way, but that is the truth. So if you don't have money, chances are you don't have a whole lot of energy to do a lot or to do the things that bring you joy. Now, that's not permanent, but it can be temporary. And I want to walk you through some of the steps to starting to realign yourself with your money goals and to also accumulate more money so therefore you have more energy to do the things that bring you joy. So where do you start? The first step is getting a picture of where you are, understanding your flow of money. And the best way to do that is through budgeting. Now, this week, I'm going to make available a $10 budgeting template. Feel free to download it. If money is an issue, I recommend downloading Google Sheets. They have a free budgeting template. The budgeting template that I made not only goes through and sets you up to be able to understand your flow of money by inputting your transactions and separating it into different tables so you can understand it, but it also has instructions built in to help you through the process of budgeting. Now, to many folks, budgeting can feel like a bad word. Budgeting can feel restricting and limiting, but I want you to understand one thing. Budgeting has taught me and also has taught my clients about their flow of money and also has given them the chance to realign their spending with what brings them joy. So first and foremost, going after one of those two budgeting templates, whether you purchase it for myself or if you go through Google Sheets, both are fine. Now, once you do that budget and taking it a step back, once I did my budget for the first time, I actually realized that it cost me more money to stay at my current job than to leave and find a better opportunity. So first and foremost, I realized that I wasn't making enough to cover my basic expenses. I actually wasn't doing too much frivolous spending. I obviously was like the average American. I had student loan debt, had some credit card debt, and the cost of living is very expensive. So again, budgeting is meant to help realign you with your money goals. It's not meant to be restricting, but rather to understand your flow of money and to better align you with your money goals. Now, once you understand where you are, you'll start to see where you're doing some frivolous spending. For a lot of my clients and for myself, some of that frivolous spending is emotionally based. So things like DoorDash, overspending at the grocery store, you know, those are some examples, right? I know we have some Amazon shoppers out there who do some late night shopping in bed. Those things add up really quickly and seeing it in a monthly snapshot really starts to give you and empower you to say, hey, if I were to cut this in half, right? If I were to cut my DoorDash spending or if I were to cut 
my Amazon shopping in half, I can maybe reallocate that to debt payoff, right? Which then gets me closer to investing more of my money, not paying off debt. But we all have to start somewhere and budgeting is the best way to start. Now, once you've done that, you'll really start to see your money flow and really understanding where you stand with your debt and how you can automate that debt payoff so that you don't have to sit there and pay it off every day or every week. So what I like to do is set out a certain amount each month and I'm going to put towards certain credit cards and automatically pay that down. So, you know, whether you're with Wells Fargo or a credit union, you have the ability to have automatic payments to your creditors so that you can feel confident and comfortable that you will be paying off your debt in a certain amount of time. Now, if you want to get really, really heady with it, you can actually start to create an Excel sheet to see your debt payoff, to understand when, if you go at the certain rate that you're going, when you're going to pay off that debt. And why am I focusing so much on debt? Debt is going to inevitably cost you more money to hold than to pay off. And so if you're looking to invest, your investments won't be as strong if you're also being charged interest fees. If you have a big amount of debt, it's going to be hard to potentially purchase homes, to purchase the things that you want to build your life around. So it's really important that you get a good snapshot of where you stand with your debt and also where you stand with paying it off. So budgeting is going to bring you to understand your flow of money. Then you're going to be able to see more clearly where your debt lies. And a lot of questions that I get is, well, can I pay off debt and invest at the same time? Absolutely. It's going to depend on your appetite, right? It's going to depend on your comfort level. What I did to start off with is I allocated a lot of my money to debt payoff, understanding that once I paid off that debt, I could reallocate that money I was using on debt to catch up on my investments. However, I did something that I recommend a lot of you do, which is I paid off debt as well as started to contribute to my investments. I was only contributing, you know, this is eight, nine years ago, but I was only contributing, you know, 50 to 100 bucks a month, but that got my vehicle started. And that's key with investments. And that's going to be the next portion that we start to talk about. And just to give you a little bit of a sense of how you can start to build out your investments and your savings. Again, not financial advice, but I wanted to give you some tangible steps to look forward to after you pay off your debt and after you get an understanding of your flow of money. Investing is crucial. It is designed to help you be more fruitful in your retirement, but really it's meant to help you get out of that survival, get out of that fright or flight stage that you may be in with your finances, which what I learned metastasizes throughout your life. So if you're stressing about money, if you don't feel like you've invested enough, right, those things come up uh, in other ways in your life. So it's really, really important to do the first two steps before really diving headfirst and investing a lot of your money. The easiest ways to invest your money is, and I'm sure you've heard this, are index funds. Index funds are fantastic. Most financial institutions offer them. I personally use Charles Schwab and invest in SWPPX, uh, which is their mutual fund, as well as I have a more conservative mutual fund that I invest in. And I automate these investments. So I started off again with 50 bucks and now I'm north of $1,000 a month, right? So I got that vehicle started. And now I'm investing regularly and often, and I recommend you do the same after you really understand your financial picture, you understand your debt, and you understand what you're getting into from an investment standpoint. So always do your own research. Now, that was an action-packed eight minutes, and I know there's a lot in this. I recommend you start small. 
you don't overwhelm yourself. You start off with budgeting for a week, right? You get used to the budgeting. Maybe it takes you a month. Maybe it takes you three months to really get in the swing of it. You know, budgeting is something that you don't have to do all the time, but it's really just meant to start to let you understand your flow of money. Same thing with in-debt payoff. You shouldn't obsess about it. It shouldn't be the only thing you're thinking about. You should really work to automate both budgeting and debt payoff. And eventually, you'll do the same with your investments. You'll learn the flow of your investments. You'll learn your goals, and you'll learn how to automate those. So I hope this episode helped. This is part one of getting unstuck in your personal finance. Over the next three to five weeks, I'm going to be bringing on some fantastic experts on to talk about the psychology of personal finance and to really get into the weeds of how you can set yourself up for your future and for the rest of your life. I hope this helped. And if you want to see more of this type of content, be sure to go check me out on TikTok. I have a pinned video right now that walks through a little more in depth on how you can get unstuck in your personal finances. I wish you the best of luck. And again, this is imperative. Money is imperative in this world. Money is energy and it's going to get you to where you want to be and ultimately help you find joy. Thank you for listening to the Unstucked Podcast. Visit us at unstucked.com and follow us on TikTok at Unstucked.